Parents strongly cautioned, the following programs are intended for mature audiences over the age of 18. These programs may contain some materials that many parents would not find suitable for children. The programs may contain intense violence, sexual situations, coarse language, and suggestive dialogue. Hey, it's Sheremy Lee, and you are listening to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. Keep subscribing. Listening all the time. Hello and welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am Sketch, aka not Jose Argumento. <laughs> and Thank with God. me this evening is Paul Pascrillo, the founder of TsunamiFaithful.com. And Hey Samurai Derail Maddox. And your esteemed announcer, Jim Nelson. And no Jose. <laughs> and no yeah. Jose's too cool. He's got a he's in Atlanta. Yeah, lucky him. Ah, fuck Jose. It's all campy, though. (laughs) I must say, I was entirely elated when I got the message from Jose that he wanted me to come host the podcast. And I was like, well, gee, I hope I don't have work on Sunday. And I didn't. Wait a minute, you got a job? (laughs) Yes, Darrell, I have a job. In fact, I had a 14-hour shift yesterday. Oh, wow. Wow. Which ended this morning. Hmm, yes. Then I came home, watched IGPX, Sword Art, and went to bed. Because I already saw What's one that? last night on the wonderful Adult Swim Watch app. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah. It's great. Oh. I can watch Toonami while I'm at work. Suck it. Well, aren't you special? <laughs> Not special, but I am lucky. <laughs> That's what she said. as always we ask that you rate and review the podcast on itunes and podomatic especially itunes because that's the important one Uh, i think they're still looking into getting this on the stitcher app not sure yeah we are he's ever gonna get that done yes we'll see we'll cut him a break since he's not here this week and please send (laughs) all your hate mail to not jose argumento because he's not here (laughs) Yes. Seriously, yeah, why you send, will. send him hate mail when he's not even on the podcast? That shit was fucking hilarious, though. <laughs> you people make me <laughs> sick sometimes. Dude, every time that we post a video on Geeky now, somebody says, Jim rules, Jose sucks. I've noticed that. It's like, well, I don't, I, I'm I, glad that you like me, but don't. But Jose does like a lot of the hard work here, so don't be and, dissing him. Look, And the funny part is, is those videos aren't even done by Jose. This stuff isn't even going to happen without Jose. (laughs) Well. Don't worry about it. Jose's the festival (laughs) here. Without him, boy, we'd be a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Case in points. Hey, hey, I said on Twitter, when Jose's away, the guys will play. Exactly. (laughs) Not that way. The sketch will play. Hey, announce the monkey. Finish yes. it up. All right. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr. You can visit podcast.tunamifaithful.com for all the episodes of the podcast. Or you can download them easily through iTunes. We should have an episode list through them. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so. Now it's my turn to do everything. <laughs> As we turn it over to Paul Pascrillo, the guy who... <laughs> 
guy in the room. The what? You heard me. I couldn't hear you over the people cheering. <laughs> oh, damn, you'll be up hot. Pascrillo. Pascrillo. Anybody else get hungry when you hear that name? Think, think <laughs> well, about I am, it. Yeah. Sandwich, man. I, I am Italian, so it should make you hungry. But anyways, uh, so first thing that we have to talk about is uh, the t-shirts. The t-shirts are on sale for $12. Uh, you can get those at tsunamifaithful.bandcamp.com or bat.bandcamp.com. Yes, I said that right. Um, and if you get this, the t-shirt, obviously, you do get the Nerdcore Solution CD free. Funny I mentioned Nerdcore Absolution because the big announcement from Geeky as of 40 minutes ago was we are doing Nerdcore Absolution Volume 2. Uh, if you want information about that, you need to go to geekyinc.com. That's G-E-E-K-E-I-N-C.com. And uh, all the information is there along with a press release and a preview of one of the songs. Uh, more information will be coming later, so just pay attention to Geeky Inc. Go on. That's we'll real nice. A, That's real professional. We'll probably have a really awesome promo for it, like we did last year, which was actually my first job as part of this team. So yay! Yeah, yeah I wonder who's going to be job. voicing that. Hmm. Hmm. Derail. Hmm. Ch- Steve Bloom. Yeah, we got to get Steve Bloom. To it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, if not, if not, I could probably recruit J. Michael Tatum for it. Oh, Don't you know, we're we just get? gonna know. We're just gonna wait till Jim get another call. We should get pep- pep- <laughs> That's what gets getting Bryce in. yeah. Yes. Anyways, um, speaking of donating, um, we've been talking about doing some kind of donation to us to help us fund our projects at cons, <clears throat> excuse me, podcasts, our website, everything that goes into everything that we do. Um, we're in the process of talk, talking about that, and I'm hoping to announce something uh, in the next few weeks. Um, obviously, if Jose is not so busy... <laughs> Maybe we can have a conversation, hopefully, and we could figure this out and get back to you guys because we do. I know some of you have asked, you know, how do I donate? How do I help you guys? Uh, and you guys don't <clears throat> necessarily want the T-shirt or the CD. So uh, we'll be letting you know about that soon uh, as we uh, once we figure out what we're going to do and how to reward you because we don't want to just be like, oh, yeah, give us money and then be like, fuck you. Um, <laughs> well, you know, that's something that Darrell would say to you. Probably. Uh, anyway, and especially if he's on booze. But anyway, fuck um, you, bitch. I'm not <laughs> drinking tonight. I'm sober. That's the reason why I'm so fucking mean right now. Darrell, yeah, go home. You're sober. Oh, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. I am home. Fuck you. <laughs> are you? Anyways, so, are you home? This isn't my house, but I live here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lives on Skype. Trust me. Anyways, <laughs> um, so obviously. Jose has been tweeting that he went to AWA, and so did uh, the guys from the One Piece podcast. Uh, and this Anime Weekend obviously... Atlanta, for those who must know. Yes. Uh, yes, this is a plug for the One Piece Podcast.com. One Piece Podcast or One Piece Podcast.com. Yes. Um, so, what we suggest that you guys do, first of all, is go to Funimation.com and look at the wonderful trailer that Jose did, because he was the one that did the trailer for the One Piece Podcast. Uh, it's OPP, correct? You Ghost. know me? Yes. Uh, OPP Japan. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to uh, get that wrong. 
for the Japanese, you're talking about uh, One Piece podcast goes to Japan, right? Right. Yes. Yeah, that would be OPP Japan. At least that's what he's been using for it. So. Okay. All right. So make sure you check that out. I'm sure next week Jose is going to be on uh, talking about his experience, and hopefully, um, if he's met up with anybody at the con, I don't know if he he was going to because he was so busy, but if he did, maybe he can uh, fill us in on some things. So I uh, look forward for that next week. And then um, the last thing I want to talk about before we get into the news is something that I just started called hashtag old school Friday. Um, it came to me the other day that, well, a lot of you have been asking, oh, you know, can we get some you know promos or some character profiles from back in the day? Can we see those? Because a lot of you guys have, you know, have been well, asking. Well, you guys are lazy and don't want to go to a Toonami Digital Arsenal. No kidding. You can find it all there. So basically each and every week we're going to present a video from Toonami's past. Now, what I mean by Toonami's past, that does include Tom 3.5 from Adult Swim. So you will see some of that stuff show up as well. Um, but mainly it's going to be from the Cartoon Network era, so to speak, of Toonami. Um, what I need you guys to do is if you want to have – if you guys have a video that you have in mind – if you have something that you want us to put up for Old School Friday, uh, the best way to do it is contact us at tsunamifaithful.com. I need you to give me your Twitter account, at whatever. Um, also, a link on YouTube to that video, um, preferably in HD, so because we all know how people love HD these days. Although it's it's a case of if you can help it or not. Because, um, I mean, a lot of stuff has been remastered in HD. I've seen it. Yes. on uh, YouTube. The thing is, um, Some there's going to be stuff out there that just will not be in HD because because. You know? Well, some of the stuff that they've, some of the stuff that people have remastered in HD looks really terrible too. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks, it looks worse than if it did, like you know, in 360p, and the audio is complete and total junk. It sounds like <laughs> like you can hear the bandwidth in the background. You know. So what I also want you guys to do too is give me give me an explanation of what how this video impacted you. I, Jose kind of suggested that we do this. I think this is a good thing too if I'm going to start using videos from you guys. Uh, so you know, in your email again, I need your Twitter handle, which at whatever. Um, I need the the link on YouTube to the video, and then I also need a description of why that video. How that a video affected you, and what did you get out of that video, kind of thing. So, um, we'll start that this week. Start sending us the emails again. It's contact us at tsunamifaithful.com. All of us at the website will get it. Uh, mainly, I will be the one, obviously, taking care of that. So, make your emails good. If I don't choose your email this week or the next week or the week after, I may choose it a different week. So, don't he's lying. Get- he's probably gonna make me do it. <laughs> Don't get discouraged. Shut the fuck up, Drew. Don't get discouraged. Um, but we will. Ch- shut the hell up, Drew. I'm trying to talk. Um, I haven't been on the podcast in a while. Just let me talk. Anyways, um, so He's rusty. <clears throat> I'm a little rusty from this podcast. Um, and we'll get to that later. Uh, but basically, like I said, email us, contact us at tsunamifaithful.com. Give me those things. And if it's really good, we'll choose yours and we'll put it up. So. Uh, and let's have fun with this, because I think this is something that we can do every Friday. Mm-hmm. And just have complete fun with it. Exactly. You know, don't don't give 
and don't spam the the contact us email either and send me stupid videos okay i will call your ass out about that shit i may Mm -hmm. i may have darrell come on twitter and find you (laughs) you know how i do things and you know how (laughs) darrell loves to find people and make them look bad okay (laughs) especially if i feed him booze yeah i said feed not 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 you know I will feed him booze, and then he will come and kill you. Well, actually, I'm kind of more cool and mellow, man, when I'm drinking. <laughs> I don't know about that, but anyways. <laughs> and actually, I have a really quick announcement to make. Um, this is actually fairly recent, and I forgot to uh, make mention of it. Um, I have been approved as press for another anime convention. That's the name of it, I swear, in New Hampshire. It's a very small convention. and It's a very small, very... Uh, intimate convention in Manchester, New Hampshire, uh, around the corner from where the Monarchs play. So maybe I get lucky and there's a game there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you and your hockey, I swear to God. Yeah, I know, really. Um, but the fact remains that I'm going to be doing the same stuff that I did at Anime Boston since I'm flying solo and I'm actually going to be, um, yeah, you know. I don't have any uh, video equipment, so it's going to be audio only. But the good news is that, um, you know, there's a few guests that should be pretty good. Um, The three that I would like to talk to would be J. Michael Tatum, Troy Baker, and Chris Kaysen. And um, I'm hoping to get those folks. I'm waiting to hear back on how uh, scheduling interviews and stuff like that would work. Mm -hmm. But regardless uh, and i also need a hotel room yeah <laughs> and money for said hotel room so yeah there's a there's a little something there because you know i'm recently <laughs> unemployed i'm recently unemployed so yeah crap um no jim i can't give you any money yet i'm not asking <laughs> trust me i got plenty of video game stuff to sell actually keep an eye on my uh twitter because i will be uh uh everything that i will be selling will be listed on uh, eBay. So if All any- I told you to do, Jim, is just go on to the strip club, go on, shake a little bit of something for them ladies, man. Oh, go God. ahead and do it, white lightning. White oh, lightning. God. My ass looks like 50 pounds of chewed bubble gum. I don't know why any girl would want that. Oh, <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I know. I, I, didn't really miss, I didn't miss this part of the podcast, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, we didn't but, miss you at all, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> So let's get into the news. Yep. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. Here are your Toonami ratings for September 21st, 2013. Bleach did 975,000. Naruto did 938,000. One Piece did 839,000. Soul Eater did 829,000. Sword Art Online did 771,000. IGPX did 607,000. Star Wars The Clone Wars did 522,000. Big O Season 2 did 482,000. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood did 488,000. Cowboy Bebop did 457,000. <laughs> Yasha brought things up a little bit with 509,000. And the last Inuyasha at 530 did 531,000. 
So, <laughs> and my co-hosts made lots of noises. <laughs> hey, hey, when Jose that vocalizes, plays, the guys will play, okay? Come that on. vocalizes our displeasure with the ratings this week, so <laughs> screw all of you. All of you. Yes. And I don't it's know. It's over. Tsunami's canceled. You guys blew it. it. We're pressing the panic button. You had better hope that these ratings go back up, people. You know what? I'm telling Jason DeMarco on you guys. Well, okay, in in all seriousness, no. Yeah. The the good thing about this is even though, I mean, I was kind of waiting for the ratings to drop with all the college students going back and all the high school students going back. let's, let's, Let's be honest here. Kids under 18 are watching Adult Swim, too. Um, well, of course, you know, this isn't a surprise to me. Uh, I'm I'm happy that nothing went below four hundred and fifty seven thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, but that show right there will be we'll be talking about that show in a minute. <laughs> and the other part of that show. show. <laughs> and I was <clears throat> right about. But anyways, um, so should I uh, do the rating comparison sketch or would you like to do? Or would you like me to do it? You're trying to take my. Oh, let's, let's have Jim do it. Let's have Jim do it because Jim hasn't done something. All right, we'll let Jim do it. We'll throw him a but, button. Plus, I want to. Plus, I want to hear his sexy voice. I was going to say, let me find the ratings comparison <laughs> here because uh, stuff. Ah, oh, here it is, right up the right at the top of the list. Okay, so for September twenty first, two thousand thirteen, two thousand uh, no, September twenty second, two thousand twelve. Geez, I always manage to mess myself up with that. At midnight, Bleach did 1,089,000 viewers. At 12.30, Samurai 7 did 931,000. And you complain about drops after IG, uh, for IGPX? How's this for a drop for you? At 1 a.m., Casher and Sins did 742,000 viewers. Panic button. Of... I'm sorry? <laughs> said panic button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You want panic button? I'll give you a friggin' panic button. Outaka Seven at one thirty did five hundred and fifty-six thousand viewers. Let me push it harder. <laughs> That's what she said. Why oh, isn't it working? That's what she said. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood at two a.m. did five hundred and sixty-seven thousand. Oh my god! Yeah, at 2:30, Ghost in the Shell standalone complex did 516,000. Screw all of you. And, and by that the was way, the... we'll, we'll talk about that later too. But anyways. Yeah. And then, uh, yep, and that is the end of ha- part one of Toonami. The ratings continued to drop in the second half. 3 a.m. Bleach, <laughs> Bleach did 487,000. Samurai 7 did 445,000. At 4, th- 4 o'clock, Kasher and Sins did 368,000. At 4.30, Outaka 7 did 301,000. At 5 a.m., Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood did 307,000. And at 5.30, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex ended the night with 275,000. So, yeah, wins across yeah, the board. Yeah. Wins across yeah. the board with the exception of Bleach, which I yeah. think this is the first time since we started posting the ratings comparison that the previous year had at least one show with better numbers than this no, year. No, 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 no. There have been other was, times, but... There was, okay. there was at least one other time that that happened, but it was only one show, so... Yeah. Well, what Sometimes I'm liking out of this... <laughs> what I'm liking out of this is that you have uh, compression with your ratings. We don't lose too much between Bleach and uh, Soul Eater. I mean, sure, we lose a few, but that's to be expected because people are going to bed and stuff like that. Boots. But... When the but but uh, basically two o'clock two thirty when all the bars close that's when everybody else goes to bed so 
They kind of, so I don't know. The bar never I'm, closes at my house. <laughs> Maddox's Bar and Tavern. Maddox's uh, Bar and Tavern. <laughs> or Bar right. and Grill. Right? There you go. Bar and Grill, Tavern Hell is all that. And a bag, all that and a bag of fish and chips. <laughs> yes, sir. With malt vinegar. Mm. Oh, sounds Anyways. good. World famous gyros from me. Yeah, so regardless <laughs> of uh, the ratings looking a little less desirable this week, it's still a huge improvement over last year. Huge. Mm-hmm. As long as I think what matters is that we improve year over year. Um, now, the ratings, uh, granted, the ratings are going to be tough to replicate like next year, but um, oh, yeah. especially with a lot of stuff. You know, the, with that spectacular run of uh, million of, uh, you know, quad and triple and quintuple millions and stuff like that. But the fact remains that we still need to get the ratings up, though. I'd like to see them higher. I'd like to see at least uh, dual or trips millions uh, through the first three shows, because those are all million shows easy. Well, hopefully the, hopefully the change in the lineup, which we'll talk about in a few minutes here, will... Mm-hmm maybe increase the ratings here but um mm. let's move on to uh trending if i may mm-hmm. fine uh, you can do the trending thank you anyways um so trending everything trended both and i love this i love always saying this now both in the u.s and worldwide which is awesome mm-hmm. um let me just go down the list briefly because it wasn't just all the shows but um tsunami trended in the u.s this is for the u.s trends Tsunami trended, Bleach, Naruto, Tenen, is that how ten, you ten. say it? Ten, 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 you dumbass. Ten, ten, uh, One Piece, Soul Eater, Black Star, Krona, uh, Sword Art Online, Kirito, IGPX, Star Wars, TCW, thank you guys for doing that, uh, Big O, FMA Brotherhood, Cowboy Bebop, and Inuyasha in the U.S. trends. And then the worldwide <laughs> trends, we had Tsunami, uh, Bleach, Naruto, Ten, Ten. One Piece, Afro Luffy. Oh yeah. Foxy, um, Soul Eater, Black Star, Krona, Poor Krona. I, I guess we're we're drinking something now. Um, <laughs> I know, I know it's a character. Okay, I get that. Um, Sword Art Online, Kirito, IGPX, um, Star Wars TCW, Big O, FMA Brotherhood, Cowboy Bebop, and Inuyasha. So it was basically almost the same between the two. Which was really good because it was the season premiere of SNL, and it was also, I believe there was a boxing fight, maybe? Yeah, not as big as, you know, say, a Mayweather fight or, or, you know... uh, Fuck Mayweather! (laughs) Ditto. Um, Not as big as some UFC fights either, but um, the good news is that, um, you know, we're getting everything and character trends. Those are always fun to see. Yes, yes it is. Mm-hmm. Any comments on those? Anything? Nope. Uh, well, do it again next week because that's when it starts counting. Yes, next yes. week. Actually, that's that's a good point to get to. Um, next week is when trending begins, um, and what we mean by that is Twitter trends will count somehow in the ratings. Um, not to skip ahead a little bit, but I did ask this question in the tsunami Q and A, and they don't even really know how it's going to get factored in yet. So we may not know for a month how these uh, Twitter ratings, so to speak, are going to be incorporated into or if they're not incorporated into the TV ratings. Because there is this confusion out there because Nielsen has basically 
confuse the shit out of everybody. <laughs> Which is what they do. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's what they do. Um, they, they've confused the shit out of people because at first they said, okay, Twitter ratings are going to be included with TV ratings. Okay, great. Then they came out with another article saying, no, 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 we're going to count Twitter separately. Um, so there's kind of a confusion right now. When we know, we'll let you guys know, but right now it's up in the air how it's really going to affect Toonami. Whether it's going to give ratings to Toonami or it's just going to be separate entities. So we'll get back to you guys on that. Factor means go. Uh, factor means just keep on doing what we've been doing, guys. We've been doing a great job of getting everything to trend. Um, yeah, this is, you know, this is about I think like two or three months that we've been actually trending. Yeah, yeah. we've been trending really well. Um, I think this, we've been doing a great job ever since the last time uh, Twitter crashed. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, <laughs> so yeah, keep it up, guys. We're doing a great job. Uh, if you just right, keep on. Well, Keep on tweeting like this during uh, starting next week, and you know from here on out we're gonna be fine. All right, so next is the, the Splinter Cell Blacklist game review. Uh, what yeah, did you guys think? Tom said, yeah, I don't know. That's fine. Tom <laughs> Dick. Yeah, yeah. Tom said Dick. I think that's the first time that we heard Tom Five say like kind of a curse word. Mm-hmm. I guess. So and that was kind of interesting. First time since Tsunami's back, bitches. Yep. Mm. Yeah, because Paul's a dick. Anyways, so any anything you guys want to say about Tom that? does not approve of the new Sam Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of people do. No, he does not. But is there anything else that you guys want to add to that? I don't know. Looks okay. I didn't play uh, the game, so I couldn't tell you. If you guys want to see the re- if you want to see the game review, just go to tsunamifaithful.com. It's up there, um, and it's one of, it's one of the first posts that we had on the page. So. Go ahead, take a look, um, and let us know what you think. Make sure you comment on those kinds of things, because I'm not seeing you guys comment on a lot of the articles we have up. So go ahead and comment and let us know what you think. Uh, next thing on the, the list of news is the uh, schedule. The schedule is changing twice in the month of October. Um, let's see. Well, it's uh, one schedule change is permanent. The other is a um, is you know a one a week only special thing. Event. Mind if I- Right. Might if I take this one since, uh, you know, I've been, might if I take this one, Paul? Sure. Do you have it in front of you? Yes, I do. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so, um, Toonami announced uh, earlier this week that there is going to be a one-hour finale event for IGPX. Um, on October 19th, Star Wars The Clone Wars will take the week off, and they'll air IGPX at its usual 2.30 slot and at 3.00 to get to the final so they'll double shift igpx for the uh to get to the finale and then also it will go along with the finales of cowboy bebop and big o now the cool thing is that um that is it for uh cowboy bebop and big o because and remember this is the second season of big o which is why it's going away so quickly um cowboy bebop they have lost the rights to Cowboy Bebop. I know, sorry if I stole your thunder there a bit, uh, Paul, but uh, I figure, you know, they're going to ask why, and I figured, why not delay? <laughs> yeah, they can, they can find that out in about two seconds after we do this. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> yes, so uh, Cowboy Bebop, they have lost the rights to that. They will be taking it off temporarily. Uh, Big O2, it's a show that William Street owns, remember? So Big O2, Big o season, two. Big o season 2 will be back eventually. 
and uh, IGPX is going to be moving into the 430 slot um, starting on October 26th. Also on October 26th, Fully Cooly will be returning to the block at 2.30, one time only at uh, for six weeks, because Fooly Cooly is only six episodes. Ghost in the Shell returns at 4 a.m., and IGPX will return at 4.30, and it'll start its reruns there, probably uh, ad nauseum, similar, and, uh, to, similar to Bebop. And then Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood will be bumped up to 3.30 a.m. That's what I was going to say. <clears throat> yeah, I was getting to that, don't worry. <laughs> So now um, we have the production IG Power Hour. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the prettiest I, television shows that aren't HD. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that I did ask on the Tumblr that because obviously if you haven't heard the podcast, shame well, on you. First of all, shame on you. First of all, but second of all, you know my uh, distaste with uh, Star Wars being at three a.m. Um, <laughs> I asked the question. Okay, you guys have Star Wars at 3 a.m. What are you putting at 2 a.m., 2.30 a.m.? Because obviously Fully Cooley's there, so six weeks later, do you have a new show? And they kind of tiptoed over it and said, well, we thought 3 a.m. was a good spot to put. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, that's not answering my question. Love the way they tiptoed around that. You can't get a straight answer from the Toonami crew. Come on. Yeah, I know. I know. But, it, you know, I unless was it involves, they... Yeah, unless it involves like, where's Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> I think it's so funny. <sighs> you think you'll get a straight answer from that one? <laughs> Which, by the way, we're going to talk yeah. about something. We're going we're gonna to go into depth of some of these questions and answers from the Q&A. But, you know, fully coolly being at 2.30, I'm, I'm not. I don't like it there. Come on. It's one time. It's, no, listen. Let me let me finish. I don't, I don't like it there if nothing's going to replace it. If, like, in six weeks, something's just going... If it's not Star Wars moving in to that time slot, I'm just going to kind of be like, so why? <laughs> it's like, why not just move it up? I personally but, don't care about Star Wars, the Clone Wars. I mean, if it's the, it's there, okay, fine, I don't care. Well, my, my, my thing all along has been we need to make this budget higher as much as possible. And, you know... I don't like, I don't dislike IGPX. I need to make that clear. It's just, you know, when IGPX is underperforming under Star Wars 95% of the time, you know, that's where I go, okay, we'll move it That's up. an exaggeration. 95% of the time, Sketch, I can go through all the ratings. No, 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 no. Yes. Last week, though, it was, uh, I believe Star Wars was less than IGPX, if I remember correctly. We just read them, actually. Yeah. There have been a couple it's of weeks cool. when IGPX still beats Star mm-hmm. Wars. Not by much, but... Star Wars has been beating it since it came on, I believe. Maybe not that, that first. That is not time, accurate. But... Oh, don't make me have to use numbers against you. We're going to do this next week and I'm going to kill you. Anyways, <laughs> sure you but... are. No, he got a human resources meeting tomorrow. <laughs> um, don't you mean beating? No, he's a meeting. That turns into want, a beating. But, but I don't want a beating. It's a meeting that turns consensual. <laughs> yes, it always does. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, so I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm hoping that something new goes in that time slot because I would hate to think that it's just. Why would you assume that they're not going to put something new there? I'm not assuming that. I, I've already assumed that they're going to put something new there. It's just. Hey, you know what they okay. say about assume. You know, I'm just. It makes like, an ass of me and you. 
<laughs> yes, because Paul is an ass. Mm-hmm. When is um, Daylight Savings Time, though? Uh, it's the first weekend of November, I believe. Yeah. Because so that, be, that should be interesting to see what that's going to be all about, too. Well, they said they're not going to go all out for this. They're actually, they said they're going to be, um, you know, yeah, yeah, somewhat conservative with yeah. it, but they're not going to be. But, you know, it, it's like we don't have a lot of money to put towards it, so we can't do a lot with it. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, what are you guys' thoughts on the, on the schedule change? I think it's good. I like it. I have no problems with it right now. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, like, I think we I think I called that Ghost in the Shell was going to come back. Oh, I we mean, all knew it was going to, because yeah. remember, they own the they well, were a production partner. They own well, the rights. The right. question no, 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 was whether or not Cowboy Bebop would finally be taken off. And right. <laughs> lo and behold, the I, only way to get Cowboy Bebop off the lineup was them losing the rights. Exactly. Although they did say it would come back uh, well, we'll with the remastered tapes. Speaking of that segue into this. Yep. um, Let's get to the Toonami Q&A. Obviously, the biggest news out of the Q&A, we've been talking about it 50 times now, is that Cowboy Bebop, they lost the rights to Cowboy Bebop. Now, that being said, they also added that they're going that they're going to try and bring it back as the remastered version, like we've been talking about on this podcast. Uh, and they said, stay tuned. So obviously, they're actively trying to get Cowboy Bebop back. Um, what does that mean? You know, obviously they're going to try to get it back. Does that mean 100% sure that they're going to bring it back? I would say pretty much yes, but you never know in this industry, especially with Toonami's budget. So I need you guys to keep that in mind as you sit there and go, well, where's Cowboy? Because I've already seen it today on Twitter. Where's Cowboy people? Why is it on anymore? What the hell's going on? Don't worry, guys. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Still on for a couple of weeks. Better watch that ending. <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers. And sketch, you have everything. You were writing down everything from Tumblr. I was, and boy, that takes a while. <clears throat> um, the one other thing that I do want to talk about real quick, and then sketch, I'll let you get into all that stuff. There was an interesting question, an interesting answer, and then Jim put on our Tsunami News something that I retweeted. Yeah. Um, they asked if there was going to be an official podcast uh and their answer was maybe we're looking into it or something we're thinking of how to do it is what they said they're thinking of what that would be yes which is an interesting way of wording that that's an interesting way of wording that because i don't know what that means (laughs) does that be you're going to do your own podcast with six people that don't get paid or does that mean you can do a Hi. podcast with four people that don't get paid. Or are you going to do, yes, yes, four people that don't get paid that already do a podcast called the Tsunami Faithful Podcast that plays every week at Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Roughly. Roughly. <laughs> so, I mean, I put this out on my Twitter, and, you know, I don't know what Jose is going to say to this next week when he comes in, because obviously he's going to hear this and edit this podcast. Hi, Jose. Are you feeling campy today? Anyway, <laughs> um, I love you, by the way, Jose. Um, but my view on this, and I need to make this clear. I need to make this clear so mm-hmm. everybody doesn't go panic button, panic button, no more Tsunami Faithful podcast, panic button. No, this podcast is going to stay. Even if there's an official Tsunami 
podcast, ours will stay. Again, that's me saying this. I don't know what Jose is going to say to you, so I'm not going to say what Jose is going to say, obviously. But I'm telling you, as the founder of the website and as pretty much the person that runs the website, it's not going anywhere. In one shape, fashion, or form, it will still be here. Okay? And I make that guarantee to you. Now, that being said, things do happen. So, you know, but again, this is all hearsay. We don't even know if they were just kidding. We don't even know. That. Like I was telling Terrell today, I'm like, uh, I don't even know if maybe they're just fucking with us because Tsunami does like to fuck with people. So, you know, don't take that as like, oh no, Tsunami Faithful Podcast is leaving. No, we're not leaving. Okay. Trust me, we have more and better things for to come. Like we always do. Okay, especially, look, Jim's going to another con. We have New York Comic Con coming up in two weeks. God, I'm so nervous about that. Um, (laughs) I wish we had time to talk about that, but we're not going to get into that. But, you know, we have a lot of stuff coming. And remember, we do interviews with people. And we have a lot of content coming for you guys. So, you know, we're not going anywhere. That's coming from me. And I don't think, I think Jim will agree with me. Mm-hmm. He's going to stay and do the podcast with me. I know he will. Uh, I will do it as long as I can. But exactly. if I, but the thing is, if uh, I go pro with voice acting, there's, you know, <laughs> the decision's going to be made for me. Yes. Although I'd love to be part of the show as a guest as much as possible. <laughs> yes. And then oh, obviously. Voice whore, you'll still be there with us. Oh, yeah. And obviously Darrell will be a part of the podcast. Because <sighs> you can't get rid of him. <laughs> no, bitch, don't worry about it. At some point, I'm going to leave. He's the cat Lies. that always comes back. Exactly. <laughs> He's got a little captain in him. Captain, my captain. <laughs> and Sit down. Obviously, we have Sketch, and we have the guys from the One Piece podcast that would love to do the show with us as well. So, you know. Yeah, fuck you, Steve. Here, go. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going anywhere, so don't worry about it. Everything's Everything's good. You know, like I said, we're not going anywhere. I need to make that clear. So, <laughs> Sketch, go ahead and go into the what else we got from the Tumblr. I was just thinking off the top of my head, I wish Zach Logan was on the episode this week. Why is that? Ha 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 ha. Because <laughs> I like Zach. Mm. Well, I like Zach, too. We all like Zach. I'm just we making an observation. Me and Zach have intimate conversations. Mm-hmm. Intimate conversations. Mm. Yes, I cheat on Darrell every week. You fucking whore. <laughs> By the way, I love my girlfriend. <laughs> Anyways, uh, shut the fuck up. So are we going down the rest of this uh, Tumblr Q&A? Yeah. I guess so. Okay. So uh, one thing to note about FLCO is they are intending to make a promo, and they are also looking into getting the HD tapes. Sweet. Yes. Big O is leaving the lineup to avoid airing it immediately twice, but the ratings have been satisfactory. That's good. That's good. Maybe it uh, ho- opens up hope for the first season of Big O, which means they would have to uh, play ball with Sentai Filmworks, or rather Sentai would have to play ball with them to uh, get that first 13 episodes on there. Yeah, so let's hope that they both get to the playground one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Sketch, leave the uh, top four for the the last thing that you read, if you could, please. Top, what top four? 
the top four shows that have been requested from Toonami. Oh, okay. Please leave that for last so that and so that people can understand what we were talking about. Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> <clears throat> it is probably no surprise to anyone that they said that Soul Eater and Sword Art Online will be replaced by new shows. Yeah, they were pretty upfront about uh, Soul Eater. It's like, yeah, we're running it once and that's it for Soul Eater. Mm-hmm. Makes me a little disappointed. I'm a little disappointed, but you know what? You can't keep everything forever. Dude, so. I got it on DVD, so I can always watch it again. Yeah, Those of you who subscribe to the idea that they're only ever going to have two show, two premieres from any company, they're not strictly saying that, but they won't go into details of their business dealings. Yes. There are plans for November and December, besides what's coming in 2014, and those will also be announced in November. Tom eating space turkey on Thanksgiving. Make it happen. <laughs> I asked that question, by the way, but go on. <laughs> yes, you did, Paul. <clears throat> Speaking of plans in November, they do have, as we mentioned earlier, they have plans for daylight savings time, but they're not offering any hints. One thing that I thought was pretty interesting is somebody asked about uh, shows that were maybe not strictly considered action cartoons. And basically they said if it's a great show that has just a little bit of action, it could still be considered for Toonami. Signsgate. <laughs> I don't know why that guy cited Future Diary. That show's got plenty of action. That show's got problems, too. Oh, yeah, it does. That, okay, okay. Is like... as an aside, why can't I watch a Japanese cartoon lately and not see sexual assault? Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. Don't watch. I don't know. Maybe you should watch Michiko and Hachin. Yeah. All right, anyways, continue. On that. Okay. So the Toonami crew makes his speeches out of the desire to engage with their audience in a meaningful way and let people know that they're not alone. Like that. What is a wonderful sentiment? Yeah, it is. It's nice. You know, there's some actual heart going into this stuff, guys. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, they're not, they're not doing it, you know, just to seem meaningful. They actually do care about the people who are watching and what they're going through. At least to some extent. They have not yet determined whether or not they will rerun Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood again, but the broadcast rights will not expire before this current run is over. I've actually, actually, that's a uh, question that I would, um, I probably should ask them at some point. When they, maybe it's something that somebody can answer. If the, uh, if the rights expire in the middle of a run, do they have to immediately stop running it the I day that they're curious about things that expire? Too. Are I, they allowed I would to say, finish the I, run? You know? I would say yes. Because it depends, I think. Mm-hmm. They, they, did, they had to do that with Thundercats. Yeah, they had to do that with yeah. Thundercats. I that was mid-run. Maybe they, they could negotiate with an anime distributor to get a couple more episodes out of a show if it's right yeah. around the time. But yeah. when you're dealing with Warner Brothers... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Warner Brothers. You, you play, you play ball with Warner Brothers. You know they don't. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know they don't mess around. Got that shit on lock. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like As the uh, ever popular topic, there is indeed hope for expansion 
if the ratings continue to stay high. You heard that, was... fuckers? Yeah. I heard. I thought it was you, Sketch, who said that we have to keep on beating what has been has started to be termed the affirmative action hour before tsunami. We have to keep on. <laughs> well, I didn't and say that, but yes, that's what. Yeah, that's the. Uh, na- that's the name for the, the hour of action. Tsunami. Well, I guess it's a little nicer to say than black block. <laughs> Besides, Darrell, <laughs> how you like that black block? Is it black enough for you? Yeah, it's black enough Comments for me, of sketch do not reflect the Tsunami Faithful podcast in any way. <laughs> I'm not a racist. I promise. As a black man. A simple black man, but. <laughs> um, okay, can, I, can I take the shovel away from you? Because you keep digging yourself a hole. <laughs> you said no, that, man. No, no, no. Seriously, that's what I thought about, man. I was like, the permanent action hour for real, man. I was like, damn. It came to that. At least he didn't say the food stamp hour, long, man. Long time. Food stamp hour. <laughs> I'm talking oh, about God. seriously, man. Oh no, we no, we could have just said child support hour. Oh, Are you my daddy? Oh my God. Oh no, it's somebody called Mari. Anyway. <laughs> uh speaking of uh that, you know, Cleveland okay. show's doing real well and they're probably gonna eventually premiere episodes on Saturday again. And supposedly the Boondocks is supposed to start up season four in January, so you can kind of figure they're going to keep the encores on Saturday for the time being. Yeah, exactly. But who knows what the future holds? And it's not like Adult Swim doesn't have hours and hours of other nights that they can work with to put those shows. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I would, I have to agree with you though a little bit sketch because I think that when they bring Boondocks back, they would probably do like an everyday run like i think they did that for a while actually where it was like monday through friday they do on occasion put the boondocks on the weekdays it never tends to stray too far from saturday because pretty much all the other non-fox cartoons do terrible in the 11 o'clock hour no i don't think they would i think they would probably play that after like robot chicken or something well, yeah, on weekdays, yeah, no, that's mean, that's yeah. just a whole a whole different thing. I'm talking about how other shows have done on Saturday, like when uh, Adult Swim Action was led by Aqua Teen Hunger Force and Metalocalypse, two shows I very much enjoy mm-hmm. that did not do well. <laughs> they do well on pretty much every other night, but for whatever reason, just not working on Saturday. And is there some kind of, all right, well, we know Darrell likes bleach, so is that just mm-hmm. is that a thing? Do do African Americans or American oh, Africans oh, like no. bleach? Uh, okay, is that no, why bleach just... always has to lead the block? No, that's just oh my god, sketch. that's just hurtful sketch. <laughs> oh my god, you're you're hurting Jim. You do realize he's black, right? Exactly. Dude, I do. <laughs> See, Jim is actually, actually the black uh, guy on the podcast. You would I'm not think black. that Bleach would, uh, would attract more. You're Latinos. not clear. You just real light skin, man. <laughs> I told you that, Jim. You light skin. Real, real light skin. He's albino. I real easy. He's albino. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, Lord. I'm just, anyways, uh, let's, let's move on, please. Let's move on before we get any more okay. racist. 
before anything else happens, I just would like to say to my podcast comrades, I'll be glad to see you all in hell because I'll be right there waiting for you guys. <laughs> I, just, I just see Jose. I know where I'm going. I see Jose editing this podcast, listening to this part, and banging his head on the desk. <laughs> I hope so. No, I think you'll find it entertaining. But That'll mean that we've done our job. <laughs> and saying these exact words, what the fuck is wrong with sketch? <laughs> but think about it. When has the last time we gave Jose a damn hard-ass time about editing the podcast? Mm. This is true. And, and you know what? He's probably going to sit there and be like, I don't know if I want sketch to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> you say that, but I bet he loves it. I bet he's probably going to laugh. But then he's going to be like, I don't know. <laughs> But anyways, let's move on. So speaking of the 11 o'clock hour, uh, currently, Toonami's not sweating competition from Animation Domination High Def on Fox. (laughs) They're a little more concerned about Saturday Night Live starting up, but they say the most notable factor that will be affecting their ratings, as we've already mentioned earlier in this podcast, is people are going back to school. Mm. Yeah, we have a lot of college folk. So. And we, we've already seen like a drop off in the ratings, as we've said. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, people without obviously. cable are doubling up on in uh, dorms, having tsunami nights, stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, we'll start to see a little bit of an increase with the use of the Adult Swim app, which, by the way, free plug for the Adult Swim app. Make sure you guys go to adultswim.com and download that if you can't watch it on your TV. It does count towards the ratings. So when tsunami's on, if you have that app and you can use it do it if you don't have cable or satellite Uh, they say that streaming adult swim gold uh is considered a good thing but that works the same way uh the the internet streaming because it was mentioned in a report that we uh, put up on the website right that streaming apps won't affect ratings until next year Oh, okay. But still do it. If you can watch Toonami Live, please do watch Toonami Live. But if you're stuck somewhere at work or on a family vacation or what have you, go ahead. Watch it on your phone. Or you can use a slingbox if you're cool like Jose and have a slingbox and want to use that. that, that Yeah, go and use that that slingbox, boy. It's pretty neat. Isn't modern technology wonderful? I think so. It's real. Please don't use that voice. You're taking away the campy feel of this podcast. I think mm. it's Wait, I'm not making it campy enough now? No, it's not campy enough. <sighs> okay, my bad. I'll make it more campy next time. So some actual news. <laughs> the, uh, Jose asked about the Toonami comic and how it's coming along, and they've said that they are pretty much done writing it, and finally people will begin illustrating it soon. They're not really sure how they're going to release it, if it's going to yes. be one big comic or in segments we shall see (laughs) all right uh they are still working for free so appreciate them for that yes and by the way people stop asking them if you can have a job yeah seriously and have you not heard this like we're almost them shows (laughs) We're coming up on a, I mean, it's been like at least a year and a half, I think, almost. And They've all people said, are s- we don't get paid, you can't get a job at Toonami. Uh, you get a job at Adult Swim, though. Yes. You're probably going to be have to be Jose to be able to get it. But anyways, continue. They should totally hire Jose. Mm-hmm. Plug for Jose. Plug for Jose. 
Should we make that a hashtag plug? <laughs> plug <laughs> yeah, it's a plug, I. No. Oh, don't go there. Uh, you, gotta, you just gotta ruin everything, don't you? I sure do. Mm-hmm. Shut up, racist. Keep reading. Oh. Action. Well, um, <clears throat> as you may recall, Ghost in the Shell stopped mid-run last year at around, I believe, episode 19. But they will be starting it over from the first episode when it comes back, which is very advisable. Which is good. Yeah, I don't know about you, but it's kind of hard to watch Ghost in the Shell midstream. Lots of important yeah, stuff. Well, and, and we have to also note that it's going to be, they do have rights to both seasons, so they will play both seasons. Yes, they do. And they are looking into Ghost in the Shell Arrives. And... Good. They have no issue airing hour-long shows and original animation of varying lengths. I wonder who asked that question. Me. (laughs) (laughs) They actually answered quite a few of my questions this time. I was like, this is a nice change of pace. I actually, actually, that's that's something I did want to say, by the way. We're going to try to make sure that we let you guys know when these Q&As are, because I was noticing, like... My questions from Toonami Faithful Official, from our Tumblr, your question sketch, Jose's questions, whatever we asked, were like being answered. It was just kind of like, are, this pe- are there any, are people not asking questions? Because <laughs> it, it kind of seemed like... Most like people was... are asking anonymously. <laughs> well, Cowards. Yeah, but it, it just seemed like there wasn't like... I'll admit large... I've asked some anonymous questions. <laughs> I just don't ask questions. I just look at all the stupid shit that some people You don't ask though. questions? I don't oh. ask, not ask. Ask. I know how to enunciate, bitch. <laughs> yes, you do. You're a librarian. <laughs> I, I, I see an HR meeting in Sketch's future. <laughs> <laughs> don't Monday worry. Monday Turn consensual. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and sensual. Oh. Anyway, sensual. Sensual. Oh, God. Anyways, keep going. Uh, In case you were wondering, there were never any plans for a third season of IGPX. They always intended to end it where they did. Hmm. Damn. On the other hand, they would definitely like to reboot it and do, like, the next generation or something along those lines, but they need a big bag of money. Which... Where's Scrooge McDuck when you need him? Which is mm. something I actually will comment on, Sketch, if you don't mind me interjecting here. Um, Proceed. For the, 50th, for the 50th time, they do not take Kickstarters. Will you people no, stop do not. <laughs> Did you not understand when Jason DeMarco came on the show and said, we cannot accept money from you guys. This is a network. We cannot take money from you. You cannot donate to us. We cannot do a Kickstarter. That's not how it works. So you guys have to stop asking that question because I'm getting annoyed by that question. Mm-hmm. So once again, they lamented that they would like to play more American action cartoons, but there's kind of slim pickings at the moment. And if yes. it were not for the fact that they had Star Wars: The Clone Wars, they probably wouldn't be playing any American action cartoons right now. Can we get GI Joe back then? Mm. No, that's on the hub. Damn it! It's Batman, dang it. I want Batman. Mm. Justice League. Oh, yeah, and they can't play Samurai Jack as long as it's on Boomerang. Which is, oh. which is sad. 
Yes, it is. Because nobody gets Boomerang. It's <laughs> yes, like do. the ESPN classic of cartoon channels, you know? <laughs> I actually do have Boomerang. I actually do have that channel. I have Boomerang. And okay. I also own a Boomerang. But see, hmm. I don't just watch Samurai Jack. I also watch SWAT Kids. Mm. The Radical Squadron. I don't always watch Boomerang, but when I do, I watch Samurai Jack and SWAT Cats, <laughs> oh. Radical Squadron. Mm-hmm. Go on. Stay tuny, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. And after that, I'm going to need a dose of keys. I <laughs> there were a lot of questions asked today. You can always check them on the Tumblr, uh, because I know somebody's going to ask... Somebody did ask about Attack on Titan, and they said they'd like to acquire it, but whether or not they can is not determined yet. Yeah, that's well. Really, it's kind of up to Funimation, really. Uh, see, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. I hate to be the guy that says this, but I kind of think that it, that one's gonna be really hard for them to acquire. Uh, yes, you they did mention the Just... more popular a show is, the more expensive. It is so right, and mm-hmm. I think that I think that one's going to be the hardest one for them to acquire, just because it's going to be so much money. I mean, if Turner says to them, "Here, take the money, go get it," because it's really popular, then by all means. But again, we don't know if Turner's going to do that, or if they even have that much money to go out and get something like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, considering how good their uh, ratings have been, I'd think another budget increase would be in order. Yes. But um, we don't. But we don't know if they operate. What kind of calendar they operate? Is it month to month? Is it it's, fiscal year? Or you know, there's no like hard that. and fast rule. Which, yeah. by the way, let's get to that final uh, question that I was talking about there, Sketch. The top four yes, most the... requested shows for Toonami. Yes, top four. There's actually a top five. Oh What's really? Five? Okay, I'm sorry. What are the top five most requested shows for Toonami as of currents? Well, there's Attack on Titan. Of course. Um, there is Dragon Ball Z. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. Um, there's the one that I've been alluding to all night, which is Fairy Tale. Fairy Tale. Toriko's on that list, believe it or not. Toriko is on that list, which is awesome. And what's the other one? Naruto Shippuden. Mm, uh, makes sense. So yeah. I uh, guess Final Act fell off the list? <laughs> you know what would be really interesting to see? Mm-hmm. Is if they did get Shippuden, how they would do that with Naruto being on the block. I don't think they would get it until <laughs> uh, the original Naruto ended. Yeah, At least that's a, that's a guess on my part. They did play Dragon Ball and DBZ at the same time back in the day, but that was when they were on weekdays. Yeah, when they had, and it was probably when they were desperate to fill programming slots because they had run Outlaw Star and Gundam Wing and Tenshi and stuff. They ran Tenshi to death. Well, you know, maybe, maybe what they, if they do get something like that, maybe they take Naruto where it is, mm-hmm. move it somewhere else, and put Shippuden there. Maybe. Unless, obviously. Unless, obviously, they expand, which, you know, would be nice, but I'm just saying. Yeah, they need big shows to be able to expand. Mm-hmm. But anyways. I'm pleasantly surprised that Toriko is at the top of the, not quite the top of the list, but in the top five. That's a little unexpected, honestly. 
Just, well, you know, hey, I'm I'm hoping that we can get Toriko, but there again, I mean, I, I don't know how popular it is here because I don't I don't not think, very. I don't think it's very popular, so it, there's a good chance we can get it. But again, I don't know like how much that costs. We don't. We, we will never know how much that costs to get. That. I would never watch Toriko without food, man. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That show will make you hungry. But anyways, so. Yeah, the thing about Toriko is it's a show that could potentially get more episodes dubbed because it's airing on TV. Maybe. Kind of a bleach gambit, in other words. Mm-hmm. Well, so, then again, they were they were probably going to dub all of Bleach anyway, because we all know Bleach is going to sell with the DVDs and stuff like that. But you know, but you know what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. All right, so that's it for the Q&A, right? Yeah, there's some other stuff, but it's uh, not I would say this is the it's highlights. Okay, so if you guys want to see what questions were asked, um, they haven't posted any like pictures of that lately because I think they would be open for people to look and see the questions and everything. Uh, tsunami.tumblr.com. That is their official page. Um, technically, I would say their website kind of. I don't count tsunami.com as their website just yet because they actually – Highlight their Tumblr page there as well, too. So, uh, tsunami.tumblr.com. That is their official Ooh. page. I guess that's worth mentioning. They did talk about doing more interactive stuff in the coming years. Oh, yes. Like, fa- they said that a Facebook and what was the other thing? Might be possible. There was a Facebook, maybe possible, and... Um, it's not Tumblr because they obviously have that. It's not Twitter, and they obviously have that already. Well, they're they're thinking about expanding their social media a little bit too. So mm-hmm. that's that's something to note as well. They may do it. That's that's not to say they will. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you what they put on their Tumblr. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's it for the Q and A, and that's it for the news. Um, tonight we actually don't have a topic. We actually have surprise an interview. And who are we interviewing, Jim? It is Sheremy Lee, the voice of Asuna in Sword Art Online, and also the voice of Patty in Soul Eater. Yes. Now, I, I want you guys to know before we get into the interview, obviously we're going to go to a commercial break in just a sec, but um, before we get into the interview, we just want to make sure that you guys understand that she did this last minute, and her connection sometimes in the interview is bad. So we apologize about that. It isn't something on our end. It was obviously these crappy hotels, so... Um, you know, clogged and crappy Wi-Fi. Right. So, don't hate on us. You know, we got her at the last minute. We hope you guys like the interview. But right now, we're going to go into a commercial break. Please listen. And by the way, it's from Funimation. Do you like the anime Fairy Tale? Then join the Fairy Tale gang for a scavenger hunt to celebrate the upcoming release of Fairy Tale: The Movie, The Phoenix Priestess. Each week, get an all-new movie-related download free of charge, followed by a final big freebie on November 30th. So how can you join? It's simple. Text Fairy Tale all one word, to 99000, so you can be one of the first to know where to go. The hunt starts in early October, so sign up now. You can also keep an eye on Funimation.com the first week of October for updates. Check back every Saturday to learn where you need to go to get your digital Fairy Tale the Movie swag. To get other updates from Funimation, make sure to go to funi.to slash online sign up and sign up for text alerts about what's coming next from Funimation. Standard message and data rates apply. 
Fairy Tale the Movie, The Phoenix Priestess, releasing December 10th, 2013, only from Funimation. You should be watching. That was definitely okay, and uh, thank you for coming on. We know you're busy. And... Yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, and by the way, you're the second female to come on the podcast, so... Yes, it's official. Yes. We are no longer Oktoberfest at all. <laughs> so, so this has been just the podcast for for today or for this month, or...? Uh, for the whole time that we've been on since... Mm, it's been at least a year, and almost a year and a half, actually. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yes. this is wrong. That's far too many men. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not cool. Um, I uh, I voiced um, <laughs> I don't I don't know what I've voiced in uh, half the time. Um, <laughs> I voiced uh, Patty and Soul Eater, uh, Himori and Holic, uh, Lucy and Fairy Tale, uh, Asuna in Sword Art Online, uh, Yoshka in Strike Witches, uh, Gage in Borderlands Two. Basically, Did I say Patty and Soul Eater? Yeah, and I have I, I've voiced about uh, four or five characters in uh, One Piece. Well, Jim probably loves you now. <laughs> yes, awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, Find me. I mean, she was so kind to me and the rest of press at Anime Boston, and oh, also you're there, so sweet. And then there was that. Uh, then there was that uh, completely coincidental moment. I swear to God, at the uh, Anaplex panel, where you know I was sitting two seats down from her when oh they my announced gosh, that Sword was Art. amazing. That was, that was like, amazing. I I still feel like the it's like no I'm not a creepy stalker I swear to God no, no. And, and and I didn't I didn't I didn't think that you were at all I mean that was just like that was such a such a cool like amazing day I mean that 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 whole convention like people say like what was a what's a surreal moment for a voice actor I'm like that entire anime Boston situation was so incredibly surreal. Because it was like this this odd reality where Sword Art Online is everywhere, and people are excited to hear about the show. And then you know that that's all that's all my reality was that weekend. And uh, and then we we find out that that the show is going to be on Toonami. And uh, I mean it was it was fantastic. Everybody was enthusiastic about the show. Everybody was excited. And then to have have a show that's just come out that's on Toonami, which I feel like for for any voice actor, Toonami is kind of like one of the, like, that's the cool thing. It's like, oh my gosh, we're going to be on TV. We can actually, like, tell people, you know, hey, I'm in this show. Instead of being like, it's a Japanese anime. I don't know if you know what that is. Like, you know, <laughs> mainstream people that are like, so what do you do? You you do voices. Yeah. Like, you know, just like in your in your house? Yeah, uh, no. I, that's actually my job. Oh. I normally have voices in my head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I, I just I walk around my apartment and I make up voices and I talk to myself. It's fantastic. And I, I no. pretend it's a cartoon. So that's what I do. It's normal, uh, though. It's, it's totally normal. I mean, 
I just but, looked out and that somebody was like, hey, do you want to do these for a cartoon? And I'd be like, well, I'm doing it anyway. Might as well. <laughs> so, I'm telling you, sometimes <laughs> talking to yourself, you can be the realest person ever. You don't even uh, lie to yourself. Well, hold on, wait a minute. I lied to myself and then I robbed myself. There are some really profound things that are said um, when one is talking to themselves. <laughs> so I, I think it's a, I think it's a form of therapy. I don't know, but I think oh. it should be. I'm a psychology major, so yeah, it is a form. Of yeah, therapy. it is a form of therapy. See, I'm a psychologist. I didn't even know it. Wow. <laughs> I there we go, right now. Can I can I be a psychologist now? I don't need a degree. I just you know. Don't I worry just, about it. We, don't worry about it. We're gonna fake it till we make it. Okay. Fantastic. I'm all about that. That's that's my life story. Fake it till I make it. I'm still faking it, by the way. Um, <laughs> Sometimes fake people can be the most real out there. I a, I mean I so. If we're not the most real, at least we're mildly entertaining to ourselves. And to everybody else, considering how much fun you guys have. Like, you and you and Bryce were at Anime Boston, were co-joined <laughs> at the hip. It was, yeah, it was like... Yeah, Bryce is amazing. Uh, and it's fantastic getting to do this with him because, like, you know... Like I, I've I've done I've done shows before and and I've I've been very fortunate to get them, uh, to be part of an experience where they get to premiere and all of this stuff and and people have been supportive and excited to see them and, um, but it it's nice when when you're there at a convention with you know, with Bryce and and I I feel like I have a teammate and I have a buddy and we have a buddy system and and we're both so excited about the show and. And, I mean, Sword Art has just moved so fast. I mean, from, like, we recorded it, and then they said, hey, we're going to take it to Anime Boston. And I thought, oh, okay, great. And they said, yeah, I mean, it's kind of blown up. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I didn't realize what that really meant. And um, it really is. So um, it's fantastic, and everybody's been supportive, and it's, it's so, so cool to be a part of it. And then I've gone to, like, a million conventions with Bryce, and uh, his wife and I hang out, and... Uh, and Bryce and I hang out, and it's just, it's really fun. Yeah, and the thing is, the cool thing, guys, you got to remember that nobody knew this was going to happen at the Anime Boston Anaplex panel. Nobody, nobody knew. knew. I, don't, I don't think even, you didn't even know, Jeremy, right? I didn't know. They just said, hey, you might want to go to this panel. There could be some exciting things happening. And I said, oh, okay. Um, so I, I showed up to the panel, and I think you and I had just come from the press panel, and so yeah. I sat down, and I hadn't eaten anything, that, that convention was just like a whirlwind, and so I was like, well, I'll grab some lunch and watch this Anaplex panel, I don't know what's gonna happen in here, and, uh, and then they made the, the tsunami announcement, I'm like, I felt like David at the dentist, I'm like, is this real life? Is this, like, is this my existence right now? This is kind of insane. Yes, um, and I'm eating my, eating my sandwich and everybody's cheering and I'm just like, Oh, and you really like gave me a high five as I'm like in this weird zone of like, hi, we are real people and this is actually happening. And I did not make this up cause I'm sleep deprived. It was, uh, <laughs> it was kind of, kind of a cool, kind of a cool, amazing moment. It was, it truly was amazing when the, the entire crowd went up. I'm pretty sure that there is a, it was a standing ovation for uh, it was from the entire crowd. It was so, so, so fun. Um, and, and what a cool experience to be a part of. And, and I didn't know Bryce was in the room and apparently Bryce was in the room and, uh, and I saw him later, uh, later that weekend and we talked about it and I was like, Oh my God, that's crazy. Uh, but when we were, we were talking at a recent convention, I don't know if I've been at, been to a couple with him, uh, lately, but we were talking and I said, yeah, were you in that room? And he said, yeah, I was looking around kind of going like, is anybody hearing this? Did I completely make this up? I was like, 
why are we never in the same place when these moments happen? Because we kind of need each other to be like, did you hear that? Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah, we totally need each other's reinforcements. So it's fantastic. So, yeah, but that that truly was surreal, and I was very, very uh, happy, and I feel very privileged to have been sitting a couple seats down from you when that happened. Yeah. It was fantastic and, to get to share that moment. That was so cool. Yeah, exactly. And um, also, I got to talk with Bryce later about it. We shared a high five with it, and it was like, and you know, it, it still felt so surreal to him. He was, it's, he still seemed in disbelief not too much later. So. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I, like, I, I was joking around with somebody, and um, when I got engaged, it took me like, it took me like two weeks to figure out what exactly happened. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't do well with change, and I don't do well with surprises and announcements, like a surprise party. I got a surprise party once and I was like, I was like near tears and it was cool, but it was just like, I'm so shocked and I, I, I like need to adjust to everything. So I was like adjusting for like a week and then somebody's like, so the show's going to be a tsunami. I was like, that's what that, that's what happened. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, yeah, so yeah, no, it was, it was, and this is why I had you in mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we kind of we kind of know each other. You know, we've talked on Twitter before and stuff like that. And I know I'm taking over the entire thing. Oh, <laughs> by all means, please do. I could, the thing, the funny thing is, I couldn't come up with any questions. It's like, okay, so what do I ask Share me that I didn't ask at Anime Boston? Oh boy, oh this isn't gonna be fun, is it? So <laughs> let's just talk. About, let's just talk about Anime Boston again. Let's just have a good time. Yeah. Well, so. Well, also, Everybody it, it, the audio didn't come out there as the way you wanted it to. So. Yeah, yeah, the uh, something happened with the audio. I don't oh, know. Oh, bummer. Yeah, and it made me want to. It made me want to punch a hole through my computer, and then I realized I didn't have money for another one. So. Yeah, like, you gotta you gotta keep those keep those emotions in check because computers run everything. There's oftentimes I want to throw my iPhone or some technological device at a window, and then I'm like, oh, I do need that though. Unfortunately. Yeah, they're so, still gonna make. I know that feeling all too well. Well, there were times uh, at my recently at the job I recently quit. I was like, "Technology, you is a very, very recent, Exactly. It's the uh, why do I need you? Oh, so wrong. But so right at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to some questions, shall we? Yes. Wait a minute. You mean you can actually read, Paul? No, actually, I was going to let you start asking questions. Okay, well, thank you, Paul, for putting me in the fire just that quick. Okay, well, my first question is, are there any upcoming projects that you're currently working on or that you would like to do in the near future? Um, there are some projects I'm working on. Um, now I have to figure out what I'm allowed to talk about. Um, I did a, a, a web series called uh, The Walking Ted, which is a spoof on... Um, the Walking Dead, Ted, and Wilfred. So it's a uh, it's a zombie teddy bear. So that's a, that's a fun thing. I think that's coming out around Halloween. I did a film called uh, Beyond the Farthest Star, which is coming out October 18th. And um, then hopefully that's in a limited release, and then hopefully we get a wider distribution after that. Um, as far as, like, anime stuff goes, obviously working on a lot of fairy tale stuff. The film is a fairy tale movie. Um, is coming out. We premiered that at NDK a couple weekends ago. I will be in uh, Mock and Key. Um, I don't know when that's coming out, but they, I, they, I know they announced the cast recently. Um, I'm in a show called Zoo, which is on Sprout, and I, I play a little 
cute little zebra named Elsie. Um, ah, is that all I'm allowed to talk about? Yes. Okay. Yes, I think so. And obviously, Sword Art Online, Soul Eater, and uh, and um, and One Piece on Toonami. Um, so that's that's kind of like that's like my current existence at the moment, and lots of fun conventions. So that's that's cool. But yeah, there's there's a couple of projects uh, going on uh, that I think I could be uh, locked in a, a a closet and never allowed to speak again if I were to discuss. Oh no! Oh, 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 that sounds <laughs> yeah, like Paul existing right now. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Paul. Uh, well, remember, Steve Bloom crafted his voice studio out of an unused closet, so there's always that. It's, I mean, hey, if yeah. I'm locked there, I might as well do something productive. Yeah, and, we, and please, we don't want you to talk about any anything you're not supposed to talk about. <laughs> That's not cool. Yes, yeah, we don't, we don't need to get in trouble either. <laughs> yes, precisely. We'd like to avoid the trouble. Actually, I have something to add since uh, you're now on the West Coast, Jeremy. Um, it's actually kind of a two-pronged question. First of all, what was the impetus for moving from Texas to Los Angeles, firstly? And secondly, how, um, in terms of difficulty, how easy or hard is it to keep correspondence with Funimation to keep on doing Fairy Tale and One Piece and any other stuff that you might either be able to audition for or stuff that they might contact you about? Well, I mean, uh, my reasoning for wanting to uh, kind of start transitioning out into uh, working in L.A., um, I've been in the business since I was five, and I just turned 25 in July. Uh, So I do a lot of film work as well, and um, I love Dallas. It's my home. My family's there. I've grown up there. I know the business there. I know all the people there, and it's it's fantastic. I, I adore that state, and every time mm-hmm. I visit, it's an amazing experience. Um, and I would love to be there more and more. Um, but I was auditioning for some stuff at um, some some television projects and pilots and films and things in Los Angeles, and uh, it just got so expensive to keep flying out. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my decision after discussing with a lot of people was. You know, the thing of it all is everybody has worked with you or knows of you or has worked with people that know you, that can vouch mm-hmm. for you in Dallas. That is not the case in L.A. Mm-hmm. So the place where you kind of need to be right now uh, to get to know everybody and to prove yourself is L.A. And mm-hmm. then you can fly back if anybody's really wanting to work with you in Dallas. And uh, I thought, well, you know, if I'm going to do it, I might as well do it now. So I started uh, working out there and... Um, it's a it's a hard thing to crack into just because everybody else has their their people that they've already worked with and that they have a, a relationship with, mm-hmm. and they know how they're going to work. They know what their speed is, and with me, they would just be going off of a hearsay thing. Um, I was doing a lot of on-camera stuff and having um, some pretty good experiences with that, and uh, for the first couple of months, I did not do any voiceover um, in L.A. at all, and mm-hmm. then... Um, Started working. Uh, I think the first thing I did out there was uh, Neptunia, and I did Plutia and Iris Heart, and a mm-hmm. uh, video game for that. And then uh, got contacted to audition for Sword Art Online, and um, that was great. And then I'm slowly but surely um, becoming uh, brought into the uh, under the gaze of other um, production studios in uh, in LA and 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 kind of getting my foot in the door that way so it's a, it's a slow process um mm-hmm. but 
uh, it's fun. It's a it's a good thing. I, I love what I do, and um, I, I don't mind putting in in extra work and and having a good time meeting as many people as possible. And it's a fun experience. And uh, Funimation's been incredibly supportive. And I I really lucked out in that I have Fairy Tale, mm-hmm. um, which has been such a such a successful show, and it's been fantastic to be a part of that as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so they they contact me, and I'm usually back in Texas at least once a month. And since I'm going to conventions often, um, it makes it a little bit easier to just hop on the flight and head back to to, uh, to Texas and record for a couple days or a week and then uh, jump back on a plane, go to another convention, and then head back to Dallas or head back to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of feel like a gypsy. I'm living out of a suitcase. <laughs> um, but... I uh, I get to spend time with my family and then you know get to go hang out on uh, hang out on the studio lot or on the beach in LA and uh, get to do recording studios and auditions and in between so it's kind of the best of both worlds I mean I'm I'm very very tired but I'm doing what <laughs> I love to do so um, I certainly can't complain I'm incredibly grateful um, I, I, it's it's been a it's been a, definitely a leap of faith, and um, I love the guys at Funimation. I'm incredibly grateful to them because I would not have the opportunities without the the directors and the people that have taken chances on me and the shows that I've gotten to work on there. And that's definitely mm-hmm. been my foundation as far as uh, anime goes and dubbing in general. And it's mm-hmm. uh, definitely um, helped me to experience experiment with different characters and different voices and fighting and and things like that. Um, so. They they have worked with me in different capacities, and if they think it's something that, hey, I want you to audition for the show, I think you might be good for it, I've never heard you do this character, but I think you can do it, or I know you can do this really well, we just need to send this audition in, because Funimation, um, and for Bang Zoom actually, uh, we never just get cast, we have mm-hmm. to audition for everything that we do, right. um, and so that I, I love that, because I, I don't want... I. I don't like the idea of being handed anything. I want to be able to mm. prove myself every time um, because people change and people grow and everybody should be able to have the same, um, the same opportunities to, to keep proving themselves and make sure that the cast is the right cast for mm-hmm. where the actors are at each point in their, in their growth and in their, their maturity as an actor and in their path. So um, I think it's fantastic. So they've been, they've been incredibly supportive and, um, I'm trying to work as much as I can because I love it so much. <laughs> what were some of your influences in uh, getting into the in- industry? Well, I always knew that I wanted to do this. Um, I was doing uh, Tide commercials in the bathtub as a toddler. <laughs> so, um, I guess the one of my inspirations was one of the Tide commercial moms, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, no, my goal in getting into the business was I told my mom that I wanted to be on Barney. Um, and I was not on Barney. Uh, but that's okay. My career took a, a different turn. Yeah, that's what uh, – actually, I had the opportunity to be on Barney, and I was uh, steered um, in a different direction by one of the producers. And he said, you know, I think that you should start – working on more of these types of things. Um, I don't know if I've had any, like, I've definitely had definite influences, um, but there's been, like, too many to name. I mean, I've had acting teachers who have been 
fantastic and and uh, you know I'll listen to voice actors and say like wow that that person's amazing and at Funimation I think everyone there has been an influence on me in in one way or the other I mean yeah Chris Abbott Mike McFarlane uh, Jamie Markey Monica Rial Colleen Klinkenbeard Laura Bailey um, you know it's like there's too many to name they've been I mean like Tyler's been incredibly uh, Tyler Walker has been incredibly influential and um, just getting to work with those people and, and seeing the background that they have. And um, I mean, Arbor Elliott is a tremendous actor. I've seen him on stage and I just love getting to work with them. And, and as they're, you know, uh, upping the stakes and upping the ante and, and raising the bar, then I have to do the same because I respect them and uh, <laughs> I feel like they're holding expectations to me. And the last thing I want to do is let them down. Mm-hmm. Um so, I mean, I, I worked at Radio Disney when I was a kid, um, and I still work with them doing imaging for the station, and I was a DJ for a few years. Um, so, as far as that goes, I mean, Kara Edwards and Kyle A. Bear were, were inspirations in, in that, as well as, you know, uh, Ernie D. and the people that I, I listened to growing up, and then I worked with at the station as, as like, you know, co-workers, um, and I've grown up at that station, and... Um, Obviously, great actors. I love love Meryl Streep. I love Kate Winslet. You know that kind of stuff. I think Tara Strong's a brilliant voice actress. I, mm-hmm. you know, I listed all the Funimation people. Um, and uh, <laughs> and and then and then you know just just people that I get to work with. I mean, uh, Lindsay Seidel and Alexis Tipton and, and Tia Ballard and and Todd Haberkorn and, and all those people that I work with. As as I become introduced to them, um, and and I started working with them, I'm like, man, these people are amazing. And Josh Greeley and Ian Sinclair, and it's like, I mean, I could list names all day. I love these people. I adore these people, and um, I'm so incredibly thankful to get to work with these people. And um, the I'm 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 trying to run as fast as I can. It's like doing workouts every day to try to keep up with them. So they're pushing me to be better, just because I, I I don't want to not get to work with them anymore. Um, so there, there's, there's far too many inspirations to name. Um, but yeah, no, my, my reason for wanting to be an actor is because I wanted to be on Barney and, uh, I'm kind of glad that, uh, I mean, it would have been an awesome experience, but I'm kind of glad that I've, I feel like I've gotten a more diverse, uh, journey, um, into acting, which I, I am surprised at and I'm very grateful for, and, uh, certainly didn't plan um, but it keeps things fresh and new, and I'm always on my toes, and I'm like, yeah, sure, that sounds interesting. Why not? Let's do it. Short version, Shermie loves everybody. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I do, actually. Shermie loves everyone. Bryce Pappenbrook. I mean, like, Micah Solisad. I'll, I'll keep going. I mean, I love all these people. <laughs> Eventually, we'll start uh, naming the janitors at Funimation as well. Um, for sure, yeah. They <laughs> definitely make sure that... Um, the trash can is not overflowing with orange peels and tea and cough drops and uh, all the things that we need to do when we're screaming like wild banshees because Todd is breathing fireballs as not to. So they, they totally have our backs. It's amazing. See, Todd does that there, anyway. See, if I work there, you probably see a whole bunch of Jack Daniel bottles everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I got to relax my voice and then I have hot toddies all day. <laughs> like... Disclaimer, Funimation does not condone drinking on the set. No. <laughs> None of that. Which is the reason why I could never be a voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Your talents are, are uh, 
are suited in other capacities. Yes, they are. <laughs> okay, well, next question is, some of us on the podcast, we real big tension Muyo fans. That Sweet. means all of them, even GXP. So how much fun did you have playing 100 um, on Tension? Freaking awesome. Freaking awesome. Because, I mean, it's that's that's an iconic series to work on. I mean, that's like, that's such a big name. And um, so when I found out we were getting to work on it, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like, I mean, that's kind of like a legendary classic show. And um, and I, I, I just love, I love those characters that are, quirky and witty and, and geniuses, but really socially awkward, but they have some really fun lines. Um, uh, and she's, she's a genius, so that's, that's always yeah, nice. Yeah, she was kind of trigger happy too, though. Sorry, that awkward moment. Sorry, <laughs> folks. That, it wasn't me. What I, Blame um, it on alcohol, folks. It's just me drinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shut uh-huh. up. I, I can see the air. Not yet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's see. You kind of knocked a lot of stuff out of the park that I wanted to ask, so. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right, so where were we, Darrell? Oh, yeah, next question was, um, um, what are your feelings about how women are portrayed in the anime industry? Um, I mean, obviously, uh, the, the stronger, the more intelligent, the more... Um, empowering things they get to say the better i really love playing characters that have a lot of integrity um obviously fan service is very popular and that's just kind of the nature of the of the anime industry um it's not my favorite thing in the world to play i know it can be really entertaining um but it has it has its place and um i i, I definitely uh i definitely enjoy um, more of the moments where the character gets to say some really profound, um, really great, powerful monologues and things like that, which is great. I love that I get to play a warrior. It's kind of hard for me to get taken seriously as a, as a warrior and a fighter um, on camera because I look like I'm about 15 years old. And um, I, I had a I had a nickname in high school that everyone would call me a precious moments doll, so that doesn't really often get to fight. Um, so the fact that I can do that in anime is a fantastic thing. Um, I do wish that there is more of a blend, uh, more of a, a barrier between um, the uh, the empowering moments and then the skirt flip up with the yeah. win. You know what I mean? I'm, it's like, come on, let them have that moment. Don't let's not let's not you know kill the, the brilliance of that. Just let it settle and simmer, and then you can have the skirt fly up later. Um, but, you know, I, I get that's how it goes, and it is what it is. I know this is a real cliche question, and, you know, you probably get a lot, but what would you say to individuals who are really serious about becoming voice actors, though? Um, if you're, if, I would say if you're really serious about becoming a voice actor, I had somebody mention uh, recently, um, if you really want to be an actor, and that would be my first thing. If you want to be a voice actor, you should change that, broaden your scope, and say that you want to be an actor um, so that you can do industrial, you can do stage, you can do film, you can do TV, you can do voiceover, you can do commercial, you can do web series, you can do a million other things so that, um, you know, when voiceover stuff comes up, um, you're ready to work so you don't have a day job. You're you're allowing yourself to get more opportunities and therefore more opportunities to make money and uh, make a career out of it. Um, 
but ultimately I, it's, it's a, it's a super fun business. It's a super rewarding business, but it can also be a really tough business and it can be a really, um, critical business. Uh, I, I would say you got to know who you are. You got to know where you stand, uh, with your morals and integrity and not be willing to waver. Cause if you don't know where you stand, um, you will do a lot of things that you might end up regretting later. Um, I would also say never think that you are to a point where you're not willing to take classes or grow or be willing to take direction or try things differently because the business is constantly changing. The markets are constantly changing. So you have to keep an open mind and be willing to go to an acting class and meet different people and market all the time. Um, and ultimately if you can do anything else and be happy and be fulfilled and love your life, I would totally encourage that you do that for a career and then do acting and do plays and, and do, you know, voiceover work, um, and things like that on the side. But if you cannot do anything else and be 100% fulfilled and 100% happy, um, then this is definitely what you're meant to do. If you have to eat, sleep and breathe it, then, um, then that's what you have to do, and and it's rewarding, and the the highs and the great experiences will be enough to get through the um, <laughs> the really rough uh, rejection filled days that that often consume our lives as as actors. So, and and it's a it's a great support system, it's a great community, and and I'm very fortunate to have a wonderful family and and a. Uh, a wonderful fiance and they all have my back and they get it and uh they know that I love this and uh and they support me and I also have a bunch of friends that support me and um a, a business of co-workers that are uh very supportive and wonderful and um and have my back so that's cool oh well you know we definitely love you so well thank you I do appreciate it <laughs> okay just nah, stay away man. from those forums Jeremy I get and of course in Anime Boston I had just that was when I had just read things and I was talking to Monica and so I was all I was all fired up as Natsu may say um, yeah. for those for those forums yeah I don't I, I can't read them anymore and some people say some really sweet things and I, and I want to read them um, but if you read the good stuff you got to read the bad stuff too and the bad stuff really just yeah. knocks me into a place where I'm like <laughs> I'm a horrible human being, and I should never eat anything ever again, and I should live in a box. You um, never want to see the things I say in the forum to people that just are negative. It ain't nice. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I mean, it's a, it's it's a, it's a rough thing, and and that's and I guess that's why I take it so I get so frustrated because I love going to conventions, and I feel like conventions are such like an accepting place where everybody has everybody's back and everybody's so open and wants to take pictures, and it's just such a it's such an open and accepting place. And no matter what you wear, no matter what you like, there's going to be people there that are going to want to talk to you and hang out with you. And there's no judgment. And so when I, I, I attach that same belief system to everyone in the anime community. And then when I find on forums that some people are, you know, saying yeah. sometimes the most hurtful, hurtful, horrible things. And, um, and I'm just like, these people are at conventions. No, never. They wouldn't do that. And so it's, it's, it, I get I I guess I feel blindsided, so I'm just like I just get so upset. <laughs> yeah, we we get a lot of that from yeah, uh, the website because it's <laughs> people people tend to think that we're tsunami, and, uh, and it's like 
if you don't respond to them, they, they respond negatively or like, like for example, you'll notice like on Toonami News, as Toonami's going along, I'll say, you know, trend this show or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, they'll, they'll send back like, well, maybe I don't want to trend this show. And it's just like, okay, don't, you don't have to. I'm like, <laughs> I, I really want to put up, well, then you don't have to, but I, I yeah. just don't answer. It's just exactly. It's, pointless. it's okay. That's the reason why they got me on the muscle. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, tend and, have, and, I tend to have all day. <laughs> I mean, like Bryce and I were, were live tweeting um, for sort of online one weekend and, and somebody posted something and they were like, you don't really love this show. And Bryce and I were like, you know, like, I'm not even going to respond to that. Like, I don't know if you're being sarcastic because you can't read a tone online, and I don't know if you're serious. And if you're serious, like, you know, you don't you don't know how we feel about it. And obviously we, we love the show, and we're proud of it, and we're we're proud of the work that each other's doing, and, and we want to support the show, and we want to support the other people in the cast. And um, so, yeah, you, you get your feelings hurt, but at the same time you're like, I can't take it personal. It's, it's not my business. I don't know what they're dealing with, and they don't know what I'm dealing with. So if I don't want them judging me, then I can't judge them just the same. I just got to let go and be like, oh, people. And that's uh, often sometimes how it goes. It's okay. That's the reason why you got people like me around. I, and I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, Most, people, forcer. Yes. Most people are like, once I start talking, people like kind of shut up. <laughs> you're the muscle. Funny. It is kind of funny. You're, when the, you you're the mafia. You're the mafia mm-hmm. front man. <laughs> I, we, we know nothing about that. <laughs> Just put it like this. Uncle Sam trained me to do a lot of this stuff. <laughs> Um, and speaking of Sword Art Online, uh, what kind of feedback since it's been on Toonami have you gotten since we were, we're talking about feedback? And um, um, how do you think it's been performing on Toonami so far, in your opinion? Well, I'm, I'm again, I <laughs> I don't read the forums, so when, <laughs> what I, all I know is what people tell me at conventions, and and they've been they've been very nice and very complimentary and what I read on Twitter. But then again, my, my, my feed is pretty biased as, you know, I don't think anybody's going to come up to me and be like, Hey, what you did, I hate it. Um, which <laughs> is good because I might cry. Um, mm. just because <laughs> I don't do well with confrontation. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's people's opinions. I know nobody's ever going to be, there's never going to be a role where everybody's like a hundred percent happy with every choice that every voice actor makes. And that's just kind of the, the nature of the game and in an artistic, uh, opinionated um, profession, um, but yeah, I mean, people have been very supportive and um, been signing a lot of uh, of the cards from the card game. Uh, Bryce and I have our own decks, so we'll probably be playing that. So I mean, it's just it's cool to get to walk around the dealer's room and see all this stuff from the show that you're in and your characters, and and people are like, hey, will you sign this? And uh, n- knowing who who we are and being really supportive and really uh, really encouraging and loving Toonami. I mean, I think it's doing well in Toonami. I hope it's doing well in Toonami. Uh, it seems to be trending well. Um, again, I, I look at it and my whatever's popping up on my Twitter, my, my Twitter feed blows up on Saturday nights. Um, <laughs> As do ours. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure yours does, um, which, I, which I enjoy. Um, but, you know, again, I'm super biased. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we can probably ask one more question, Darrell, if you have one more there. Uh, yeah, uh, this one just kind of like, you know, just for last, but have you had, have you ever had any, like, awkward moments while recording in the studio? My whole life is an awkward moment while recording in the studio. <laughs> um, I'm a very, I'm a very awkward person. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes my sarcasm is misread. Uh, I'm obviously very sarcastic. Um 
No, I'm trying to think of, like, we leave a lot of bombs for each other, and we do a lot of outtakes for each other, so those are kind of funny and awkward. Um, definitely some of the, like, more intimate scenes um, that we record um, occasionally can be pretty awkward. Um, fan service moments can be pretty awkward, and especially when the director's like, hey, let's record this again, but um, without giving away too many uh, spoilers... Um, it has been announced that Todd Haberhorn is playing Oberon. Um, so, uh, and Todd and I have worked together a lot and been uh, romantically linked or, um, like, in that, that weird kind of, like, are they going to get together, are they not going to get together in other shows. Uh, and we've we've promoted shows together and gone to cons for a while, and he's directed me and stuff, so uh, we're good friends. And so having him uh, play such a, a dark, kind of twisted character that's messing with my character's head and sort of in line was really uncomfortable for me. Um, and uh, it was weird to hear that side of him. And a couple of the, a couple of the situations that uh, Asuna is put in um, involving Oberon um, later on in the series are some pretty awkward situations. And then when you hear some of the voices in it, you're like, is that? Oh, that's my friend. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. I can't look at them the same way for about 20 minutes. It's going to, I'm just going to ease into that. Just, just 20 minutes? Yeah. No, I mean, like, I when I see that, because I don't want to, like, hold a grudge against something that your cartoon character did. It's like, hey, great job being a fantastic actor. I don't want to talk to you ever again. <laughs> um, like, that's not fair. Um, you make me uncomfortable, and I don't feel safe. Um, so I, I'll, I'll, like, ease into it, and I have to. I have to say, like, okay, that is not who they are. Um, they're just really good at their job. Um, and there's a, there's quite a few actors like that. So that's probably the one of the weirdest things in the booth, other than me just, like, being a moron and uh, cracking jokes or not being able to stop laughing or, you know, we try to distract each other with uh, YouTube videos since it gets lonely there in that padded box. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll watch YouTube videos a lot and... Um, talk about pop culture stuff and movies coming out and so there's been some awkward youtube videos and uh everybody has funny um like uh screensaver backgrounds which yeah. uh which can be pretty awkward um so yeah it's uh it's a good time i don't think i've had any other awkward situations i fell one time leaning back in a stool and the stool like slipped out from under me and uh somebody planted a, a giant creepy looking murderous like mannequin in the booth to try to scare me and they didn't know that I my gut response is not to freak out for things like that it should be I wish I could change it I don't understand why it works that way but I um I wanted I went to hug it and um I don't know why that happened it should have been my my instinct should have been to run away but I went to hug it yeah. and um jokes on them so yeah, everybody's everybody's fully into pranks and finding crazy things on the internet that we like to share with each other. Like, why would anybody need like a nine foot party python made of gummies? <laughs> like, who? Like, do you just lay that on the table and like, does everybody cut a piece of this giant gummy python? I mean, like, we talk about stuff like that in the booth that we find. So there's just a bunch of wacky things that happen every day. Well, I think that's going to be it for the interview. Um, awesome. Thank, thank you for coming on. Um, thank you so could, much. Thanks for having me. If you could uh, just plug where people can find you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am on Twitter 
uh, at Share Me Lee. Um, Facebook, I think you can just uh, type in Share Me Lee and it should pop up with my face. Um, I have a fan page of some incredibly kind people that want to talk to each other about shows that I'm in and and like me and like to hear what I have to say, which I'm flattered by and kind of amazed by, but it's cool. Um, and that is the Epic Nights of Jeremy Lee, also on Facebook. And uh, I post projects that I'm working on and videos and um, links to things and other quirky, funny things like that. Uh, I have an Instagram as well. Um, and it's um, CLK Star, because um, stars are my favorite. And I have a Vine. I think it's also under Share Me Lee. Um, so I think those those are the main places that you can find me now. Um, maybe there will be more later. Uh, I don't know. There will probably be, like, another face space thing. I don't know. There's there's always – the social networks are always popping up all over the place. So. Yeah. Damn you, yeah. social okay. media. I know, it's insane. It's <laughs> insane. All right, well, okay. I'm going to have a hologram of myself on some website soon enough, I'm sure. It's going to be, like, holograms everywhere. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Probably. It was truly outrageous. Yeah, it is outrageous. It's insane. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Mr. George Takai. <laughs> Let's do uh, my concepts, and you shall yeah. conquer the world. <laughs> yes, I'm one of the few people that like Larry Crown. <laughs> I'm now going to have nightmares of him saying that. <laughs> Thank like you for knowing that, Jim. You're quite I welcome. A, I have a vision of me, like, in a hologram of a lunchbox, and he holds the lunchbox, and I, like, jump out of it. But he, like, now holds my likeness, <laughs> which is kind of creepy. That's my nightmare now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we aim to please and give it to the nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Jarrell. But anyways. Um, <laughs> anyways. So um, that's it for the interview. Thank you oh. again for coming on. And, Thank you so uh, much. We'll be back on in just a sec. Awesome. So sweet. Yeah. Way to make me do all the work on. The, way to make me do all the work on that interview, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Then we realized. Then we realized we needed a little help with uh, other stuff, so Sketch came back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, the reason you did the interview, Darrell, is because how many times have you asked to do an interview? Never. <laughs> anyways <laughs> well actually so, i did and everybody I do knows the best that. man for the job is the one who doesn't ask <laughs> well, so anyway the thing is that i feel bad darrell i feel like i hijacked the first part of that interview from you <laughs> no it's all good man you kind of saved my ass because paul was pretty much leaving me a dead man's land because he don't know <laughs> shit <laughs> and no, on top of that man he was using my damn <laughs> questions man <laughs> cheater <laughs> I didn't even look at your questions. That's the funny part. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Um, like I said, you know, 
we, we got this at the last minute. So hopefully you guys liked what we had. And it's a good thing we had Jim on too, because the interview that Jim originally did, I don't know if you heard this in the interview, but we'll say this again. You know, Jim had problems with the audio and we couldn't give you guys that interview with her. So it was kind of good to have Jim on and have him as part of this interview. So uh, yeah, it didn't go there. Yeah, it didn't go uh, the way I'd hoped, and uh, I am not even going to venture a guess what happened with the audio, but uh, it didn't come out the way I wanted it to. Uh, we'll leave it at that. And um, it was a, um, and uh, needless to say, I'm a little ashamed of myself on that one. No, I'm very happy that you actually did it on this interview because I actually could hear what she, what she thought when the announcement came about Sword Art Online. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of interesting to hear. So. Well, it was such an amazing moment. It bore repeating, and it's probably one of my favorite moments that I've ever had at any convention I've ever been to. So I, I really have to thank Cherry, man, because like, when she asked, like when she started explaining stuff, I was like, well, damn, Cherry, they pretty much, um, she pretty much took out half of the questions that I had up asked. I was like, man, thank yeah, you. Yeah, we didn't, I mean, I, I kind of felt really bad because I was like, you know what, we didn't ask that many questions, but she just... She expanded hand. upon everything that we needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, lastly, just want to make sure you guys understand. We do. We are going to have more people on the podcast. We're trying to get as many people as we can. Um, a lot of the stuff that we've gotten this year for you guys has been mostly from the cons, and I hope you guys enjoy that, and I hope you like that. Um, so, um, thank you for thank you to Jeremy for coming on and helping us. You know, at least do an interview because. You know, it's been hard to get her on with uh, her schedule. So thank you again for doing that. She's at every con. And I do mean like every con. And and you know what? I have to say she's very hardworking and, you know, I commend her for doing that. Exactly. She's just such a sweet person. And she's a sweetheart, too. We have to say that she's the biggest sweetheart. I think out of all the interviews we've done, she's probably the biggest sweetheart that we've had on this podcast. By the way, stop bitching. We got another girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oktoberfest was officially over, people. No more October, no more bratwurst. <laughs> anyways, anyways, it's time to get out of here. Um, we'll start with you, Darrell. Where can they find you? You can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. You can find me at Maddox at tsunamifacebook.com. Or you can find me at ukamisamurai.tumblr.com. Uh, Jim, before you actually get into your stuff, if you could yes. um, go over the stuff about our friend there that has the illness. Yes, uh, Jerry Gelb. Now, Jerry Gelb is a beloved voice actor in both the community and by uh, those who know him. And uh, he is very sick right now. He is in need of a spinal surgery that will greatly improve his quality of life and basically keep him from being paralyzed. Um, it's very complicated, very, um, you know, medical stuff that I couldn't begin to explain. Fact remains that this surgery is necessary and it is very, very expensive. So if you want to be on the podcast, we ask that you give, uh, 20, well, we have tiered, uh, things. $25 will get you a, will allow you to pick the, uh, topic. Yes. Yes, $25 will allow you to pick the topic that we will discuss that week on the podcast. Then uh, $50 will allow you to pick the topic and be on the podcast with us. And we've already had a couple of people who have done that for us. Thank you, Terrell. That was very heartfelt. (laughs) Oh, that wasn't me, dude. (laughs) That's a lie. That was sketch. 
One man. Regardless. Okay. Well, regardless. Um, also, $100 will get you the topic on the podcast. And if you take a screenshot of your donation and then send it to Steve Bloom, Steve Bloom will do a nice um, voiceover for you. Yeah, that's how it's gonna, that's how that works. So um, the way to do it is to donate to um, go to tinyurl.com slash Jerry Gelb. That is J-E-R-R-Y-G-E-L-B. And then we will be able to then take a p- screenshot. You have to take a screenshot of it because if you don't, uh, we won't be able to verify if you actually donated or not. And then you have to send those screenshots to uh Jose at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O at TunamiFaithful.com, and we will take care of that for you. Okay? So where can they find you, Jim? You can find me at Jim Nelson at TunamiFaithful.com. Send your fan mail, your hate mail, whatever you want. Um, I'm usually pretty – I'm pretty open. Um, you you open know, the to... whole the whole uh, we love Jim, Jose <laughs> can suck it. I, yeah, I, exactly. And to you, person who are <laughs> – and. Uh, to you people that this person on YouTube who keeps on doing that, that's not very nice. And uh, I like Jose. Jose was nice enough to have me on the podcast to recruit me for this. Uh, it was, and so, yeah, it was the final decision lit rest with Jose. So yeah. (laughs) And, uh, it was Paul's, Paul had a grand idea to bring me on, but it's coming up on a year now that I came up with that thing for, um, actually I think it's been over a year since, um, I did that Dead Man Wonderland promo. Man, hard to believe. Um, we, need to bring, we need to bring that from out of the grave. And yeah, we do. As a Halloween thingy. Yes. Um, I mean, it's getting We're to be that time. Of, it's that time of year, right? Yes. Um, so anyway, um, you can also find me on Twitter at ZeroAlucard27. And also you can find me on the PlayStation Network at, uh, at BaseStar underscore boy. And then also, if you're looking for me uh, on Steam, this is the first time I'm uh, making this public on Steam, you can find me at Takano Kai 7 That is T-A-K-A-N-O-K-A-I-0-7. So there you go. Um, that's about it for me. I'm on a little bit of I'm on a little bit of everything. So uh, don't be afraid to uh, contact me. I'm pretty open. Sketch, where can I find you? Sir? Sketch. The primary place you can find me is at Sketch1984 on Twitter. I also have a Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com. I have a collaborative Tumblr with Christopher Soul, which is horribly neglected at this point, and that's <laughs> lesstalkmoreaction.tumblr.com. You can also email me at Tsunami Faithful. You can email me at andrew.t dot hinkson that's h-i-n-g-s-o-n at tunamifaithful.com bless you whoever that was yes bless you uh yeah i post things on the website sometimes all right so that comes to me uh you can find me obviously at paul Pascrillo on uh, twitter my last name is spelled p-e-s-c-r-i-o-o you can find me on the lovely podcast that I do uh, with Chris, who is actually helping us record tonight. Say hello, Chris. No? Okay. Anyways. Hello. I'm sorry. That was me that sneezed. I, I, had my, <laughs> I, I thought I had my mic muted, and then I sneezed, and then I realized that. Who is mic- this apparition? 
He's breaking the fourth wall. He's breaking the fourth wall. So anyway, got a fourth um, wall breach, ladies and gentlemen. Fourth wall breach. No, so the Titans will come in. We have to seal the fourth wall. Fourth wall. Boom, 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 boom. So you can find me. Oh no, they're here. <laughs> so you can find me on another podcast, uh, Facebook.com/slash Two Strangers One Podcast. We have a podcast every week, just like this one. Um, but you can also find me, uh, paulpascrillo.tumblr.com. I've neglected that. I need to start putting stuff up there. No one um, cares. Shut the fuck up. Uh, you can email me directly at uh, paulpascrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. And uh, my username on the website when I do come on every once in a while on the forums is tfadmin. So uh, that's it for this week, guys. Uh, Jose will be back next week, hopefully. So. Uh, look forward to his talk about AWA. But this is the podcast this week. Peace and we're out. Deuces! Yeah, I totally messed up my email. I don't put the T in that one. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Andrew Hinkson at TunamiFaithful.com. Hey, I want to take a moment to talk about how great Sword Art Online is. Because <laughs> all y'all's is hating too much. So is this post-segment? So is post this uh, sketches? Uh, okay. We're going to deem this sketches post-segment. because Sketches can... monologue. Okay. Sketches I'm going to monologue. excuse myself since this is a monologue. So I'll be right back. This is a monologue. It's not really <laughs> a monologue, sketch. but okay. Yeah. All right. So I'll level with you. I just, I just have something to say. Hmm. Squishy. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he had fun recording that. <laughs> I bet they have a ball recording that show. I'm I'm not even. They probably did. I mean, come on, think of the outtakes. The outtakes, anyway, man. They they anyways, must sketch. be legendary. <laughs> okay. Sword Art Online gets a lot a lot of hate on the internet. And yeah, I understand. There are some really really questionable things that happened in that show. And some haven't happened yet, and some have already happened, and, you know, tentacles and squishy and <laughs> fan service. And, like, seriously, zooming in on the butt of a girl who's mourning the death of somebody? Come on. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, fan service is just kind of a thing that Japanese cartoons do. So get over it, people. This isn't the most blatant fan service you've ever seen, I'm sure. Well, yeah, sketch. I know that's some hardest shit out there. I don't even I, need to make mention of it. See, I the thing play. I like about Sword Art Online is it combines the two things that I really like. That's slice of life romance comedy and kick-ass action. Yes. Those two marry together into kind of a mess, but a very entertaining mess. You know, it's not the worst show anybody has ever seen. Come on, we survived Tenchi Muyo GXP. Hey, bitch, don't talk about Tenchi. Oh, I will. <laughs> I will talk about Tenchi Muyo GXP. Hey, bitch, I like Tenchi Muyo GXP. You hate motherfucker. Yeah. You know what? I will come out to the West Coast and kick your fucking Sword Art Online loving ass. Apparently, this isn't a monologue. 
No, it's not. No. But anyway, Shit just that's what I was saying there was. But really, I mean, this show has really great action sequences. Like the one that happened just last night. Oh, man. Freaking sweet. Double wielding. So Zoro's not impressed. Zoro is not impressed at all because, you know. Yeah, so I guess, like, he loses all of, like, almost all of his life if he double wields. Uh, well, that's just because he's not really paying attention to his light bar because he's focusing on the fighting. He's not paying uh, attention to defense either. Yeah. You're a <laughs> they kind of lampshaded for a shield. <laughs> they kind of lampshaded that earlier Very in the episode. Suspicious. <laughs> I love, I think one of my favorite parts of Sword Art Online is just the banter between Kirito and Asuna. I, it's hilarious to me. It's, yes. They're like a married couple. It's just cute. It's cute. It's adorable, even. Uh, come on. Oh, wait a minute. Are you allowed to say adorable on this podcast? I am allowed to say adorable on this podcast. <laughs> hey, bitch, you say kawaii. Wait, 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 wait. No, we don't be weird. I ain't going to say their relationship. <laughs> Can we say that their relationship is campy? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, I, I agree with you, Sketch. Actually, good stuff. Me and you. Me and you agree that Sword Art Online is a good show, and I have said, I and I will like, say it again. There's, there's very questionable things that happened in the second half, but it's all well, we'll kind there. of part of a big entertaining experience. The kinds of stuff yeah. that people rage over, I just laugh at. It's silly. It's a show. Get over it. It's, it's fiction. If yeah. it's real, I can understand. I mean, we can debate the... Uh, questionable writing practices of the author as much as we want but you know he knew his audience honestly yeah. he knew his audience he knew what they wanted he gave them what they wanted sometimes not for the better but i think it's a really fun show and i'm glad Toonami's playing it yes i agree like i, say, I, also, uh, I also it's said the best show no it is not the best show I no was, far from it no, no, no. i would but say it's pretty it has nice action sequences. If you're and into it has romantic swords. comedy, it's pretty entertaining good. in that regard. Not the best. Good music. You? Great. Good music. Very good music. I well, was, Yuki get well to like about it. That's to be that music is to be expected because Yuki Kaijura worked on it. So mm. yeah, that well, is kind of funny. Uh, Yuki Yuki did uh, dot hack sign right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Dot hack yeah. sign and sword art online are like polar opposites of the same idea. Mm-hmm. Well, not the same idea, but pretty close. <laughs> yeah. So seriously, but stop anyway. waiting on sword art online. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. But it's That's not a terrible show. It's not the no, worst. It's, show not, it's, not, it's not a terrible show. Like it does to me. It does have kind of like a little slow start, but eventually it gets better. Start. It does. It's, that's the whole thing. Like the first couple of episodes are slow, but it starts to get better though. There's some pacing um, issues for sure. Yeah. For me though, it's it's kind of it, it is like my, my so far like on this lineup right now. It's my favorite show so far. Ah, but so. One Piece is about to get awesome. Yes, we're about Sir. to hit water seven. Seven, baby. Oh yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> you know, actually being kind of cool in this last episode, you know, until the end. <laughs> I, I like the way he did get his ass whooped a little bit, though. <laughs> he totally deserved it. 
Hey, but Luffy came back with that epic afro ass afro. Returns. Seriously, he kept that afro <laughs> in his pants. What the? <laughs> hey, sometimes you gotta don't keep it in your pants. Afro that somebody put in their pants. I mean, come on. Shut up! It's One Piece. <laughs> Shut up! It's One Piece. That is uh, that is factual. That can explain a lot of things in One Piece. No, <laughs> and a, how and a nobody, man how riding nobody... a bicycle. GW Otaku said this. That man riding be... a bicycle across the water is not Shut the strangest up, thing. Piece. That's not even like in the top ten strangest things in One Piece. And that's it's that's really not. Admiral Alkaji, baby. <laughs> Who is is apparently Darrell. Darrell is Admiral Alkaji. <laughs> yes. They said, hey, they said I fit the profile, man. <laughs> fit the profile. Yeah, except I'm a whole lot darker than him. This is... This is Wait, Darrell, I thought you were white. I don't know, but I, <laughs> I guess you can say I'm two-tone, man. Two-tone. I don't know anymore. Two-tone. <laughs> Yo, Darrell's a tuxedo cat. There you go. Remember, Jim's the black guy. Yeah. I guess. He even he got a black so name. Cool. You, I know a lot of black guys named Jim. Jim Brown, Jim Kelly, Slim Jim. Oh. <laughs> I'm guessing that's a tall <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're speaking my language. All right. Yeah. So that's it about Sword Act, I guess? Yeah. yeah. That's it for the post segment. It's a fun mm-hmm. show. It's, yeah. It's post segment shit. Stop giving it. Stop hating on it so hard. It's, it's a fun show. And it's campy. But if you don't like the second half, I completely understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are we done now? Yeah, and we're out. Yeah, we're out. Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast for Sunday, September 29th. Wait, do we even say that? I don't no, think... we don't even sketch. No, oh, but I'll take it. I'm going to start over. I'm going to start over. Maybe I'll take this shit. You already <laughs> fucked it up. Put in this in the bloopers. <laughs> bloopers are real tonight. If that is the worst blooper I do tonight, that would be an accomplishment. <laughs> okay. Yes.